This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Um, so chapter 15 is, do not tolerate men who feel the need to conceal you from the world. (laughs) 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 Woo! Should have read this book years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Or, um, mm, I don't know, that uh, also are mad if you upload their arm in an Instagram story. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demillier. And we are coming to you with a great episode this week, as always. But first, uh, there is someone that listens to this podcast, I feel so bad, <laughs> that DM'd me, and it was herpes-related question. I believe it was a man. It popped up in my message request, and I went to open it. I accidentally deleted it. Oh, no. So if you're someone that has DM'd me about <laughs> a herpes thing, and I didn't answer, it was an accident. <laughs> Please send me a message again. Uh, I, f- I felt so bad because I could see the preview and it was like, listen to the podcast. I have herpes. And I just, I didn't open it. And I'm oh, so no. sorry. I'm so sorry. So please reach out again. My bad on that. Uh, Instagram needs to fix their process. That's not on me. <laughs> we're sending a letter to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. We're going to contact him immediately. Um, and also, so as you, if you listen to this, you probably heard before, I run a group in New York City that meets up that are all people that have herpes and kind of sharing stories or feelings and like what's going on. Um, and it's really, really great to just meet other people that have it. So kind of a bright side of this whole COVID thing is we're doing virtual ones now. Mm. So you don't have to be based in the city if you want to join. And we're actually doing one. Oh, this comes out Thursday. So tonight. Nice. We have one tonight. So if you want to join, um, there's an email, herpesgroupnyc at gmail.com. You can email that, or I have the link in the description. That's the meetup group, so you could get the Zoom link. Or, like, hit me up on Instagram. I don't care. Just <laughs> hit me up in some way. And if you can't make this one, maybe you can come to, like, a next one. Because it's might even be easier to set up this way. I'm like, shit, maybe for the future we'll just keep doing this. Who knows? Yeah. So, for now, anyway. So, if you want to join, we have a meeting tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, hit me up. Um, and as always... Uh, Leave a review for the pod. Yeah, we've gotten some new ones in. Yeah, gotten some hot new reviews. Um, Probably going to give away some more money soon. Yeah, I know. We're almost at 400. I so. know. Anyway, thank you guys for sharing the pod and enjoying it. And uh, we're just going to get right into our stuff today. So we got a lot of great feedback from you guys uh, from the book. We talked about two chapters from, which was called Never Chase Men Again by mm-hmm. Bruce Bryans. And I, <laughs> I actually have the audible version of this book, and I... <laughs> thoroughly enjoy his voice kills me <laughs> he sounds like shaggy from scooby-doo he kind of does <laughs> he does i actually like looked him up i was like bruce bryant's isn't shaggy yeah i know <laughs> but the chapters are like so to the point yeah it's so easy to listen to mm-hmm. or it's almost like it's almost like a monday motivation like you just like yeah. listen to one chapter for three minutes and you're like yeah and i'm gonna keep my standards <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it does feel like a, like a personal cheerleader <laughs> i took like a little break from work and was playing it and i had like just come off a zoom call so my volume was like really high 
and I'm like, I don't know if our other roommates are home, but like, that's what was playing. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I sound nuts. Right? You're like, don't sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to do two chapters here. Uh, this one, the first one's really short. So we're going to talk about chapter 14, which is never sacrifice your deepest passions in life just to keep a man interested in you or anyone interested in you. I would argue that goes both ways. In just like any relationship in general, like if you're giving up a part of yourself, that's not a relationship that you want or is going to be good in your life. Right. Or like passions is one thing you don't want anyone to give up. Right. But another is friends. Yeah. It's really like kind of red flaggy. If the other person never has like a friend to go hang out with or like that they even have plans with. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if they're only hanging out with their significant other. Yeah. And it's like, I guess when you hit the point when you're married with someone, you're pretty much always together. But I think a healthy relationship does things with groups of people and like couples. Right. You know, and not just each other. Yeah. Or like one friend yeah like who's like third wheel all the time (laughs) yeah one friend that you can go hang out solo yeah because i think like the big part is uh i don't know if you've ever felt this but like i've felt guilty if like i couldn't hang out with someone i was seeing and then they would just not do anything that night then yeah you know what i mean like i would feel kind of guilty being out with my friends and it was like their options yeah. were either hang out with me or stay home yeah and i think you and i are similar that we're just I- inclusive people so like if i'm going out with my girlfriends and like a guy i'm seeing hits me up to do something i'm like oh my god come along and like not think anything of it mm-hmm. and i think it puts too much pressure on too early because they're like oh my god meet your friends i'm like no <laughs> like, yeah I'm just, no i'm just or it depends on the scenario yeah like it's not a meet my friend situation like no exactly Just come get drunk <laughs> that's all i'm trying to do <laughs> or like have a drink yeah but, um i feel like you mentioned before you had a good friend that her boyfriend would like join later in the evening yeah my friend Allie and chris and it's it's really nice because we get that girl time and then but we're also at this point they've been together i mean we've all been friends now for like two and a half years and they've been together that whole time so it's like we're genuinely friends with him too right so it's like we like to to see him also right. but before he meets up with you, he's probably hanging out with other friends. Yeah. And sometimes you know I mean? he brings the dudes along and we're like, exactly. we scope them out. Because that's a big thing right now, especially, is mm-hmm. like, look, a lot of people already are like, the best way to meet someone is through other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your friend is dating a guy and then he has no friends, the rest of the friends are a little pissed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The rest of my friends are like, oh, sure. Just keep showing up to eight women. Look how cool you look. And it's like, you don't got one friend that maybe one of us could hook up with. Just, you know what I mean? Like, because that's the hard part, I feel like, of New York, right? Is people are like, you should meet through other people or like ask your friends to set you up. And it's like, okay, well, listen, um, all my good friends are pretty much single. Yeah. So if any of us knew a great guy, uh, we'd be trying to get them for ourselves. Yeah. Like, the setup through the friend works when your friend is taken and happy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I had a friend who, uh, she would, like, bring her boyfriend along, and uh, he started to, like, bring his roommate. We're like, oh, my God, this is great. He's pretty cute. He was hitting it off with my other friend. And then she did, like, one of her first sleepovers at the boyfriend's place, the girl who, like, they were already together. 
and <laughs> she when the like my other friend was like texting the roommate she had to like throw in the group chat she's like you gotta stop you gotta stop like red flags like he just sits in his room and plays sad guitar (laughs) (laughs) the same song over and over again (laughs) she's like i'm sorry (laughs) cut it off oh no (laughs) so they can also scope it out in that way too you know Oh man i totally would have had a crush on him in middle school (laughs) that's my type sad guitar man <laughs> you could have written his lyrics i know i could help him out maybe maybe make his songs a little more upbeat like you need a little avril lavigne in your tunes you could have been like a little couple band i we might never say never you know never know <laughs> check out my youtube channel <laughs> upload some hits <laughs> all right uh let's see so this chapter we'll just keep it brief because uh, it's pretty to the point so Right up top, it says, no matter how great you think a guy is, never settle or sell yourself short just to secure a relationship. Men don't want women who will give up everything just to be with them. Your dignity should always be more important than your relationship status. Trying to mimic a man's ideals or betraying what's important to you just to make him like you is unattractive and undignified. Doing so speaks volumes about how little you actually value your own values and priorities in life. It's my personal belief that a woman shouldn't have to change certain things about herself just to attract and keep a man, especially if those things are very important to her. I mean, absolutely. And I mean, so funny. I brought up middle school, man, because I was like, that is exactly what I was doing. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, I love music. I like write songs, too. It's like, no, you don't, Erica. You could barely play the piano. You were also 11, (laughs) so it's okay. Listen, you know, uh, I... I forgot to mention this in that episode. Can I say this? Yeah. My friend reminded me because I briefly mentioned him. She was like, oh, yeah. Remember when you learned all the words to Stairway to Heaven? <laughs> just, just so you could hum the song in front of him in hopes that he would be like, oh, are you, are you humming Stairway to Heaven? You learned the words so you didn't have to sing them? I literally, it was my alarm clock song. Shut I would up. wake up every morning to learn the words. Jesus Christ. It's a long song, too. I, was, I knew all the words. Never worked. You never once, once heard me humming it. Terrible idea. Everyone else was just like, that sparrow girl hums a lot. <laughs> Listen, I was like, I need an opener. Stairway to heaven it is. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like people sacrificing what's important to them happens all the time and it's probably why there's like more than a 50 percent divorce rate right you know <laughs> yeah. like you're giving up what you really care about and then you're gonna wake up one day and be like oh shit mm-hmm. like i actually really hate everything that i've created around me right i actually my friend that was married she said the secret to a marriage is not loving the same things it's hating the same that's things. so true <laughs> that's the same with friendships uh-huh D- you bond so fast with someone over talking shit about something else. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way, but yeah. that's also true. Yeah. That's also true. So fast. Yeah. A lot of couples, it's just your life is like talking shit together about other couples. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's oh, we're what not I like want. those losers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want someone to talk shit with me. <laughs> no, and I, I don't really care what they like. I was like, my brain, of course, went to like my hiking example. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I don't like hiking. Yeah. That I'm like, I, 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 I cannot have someone that keeps nagging me to try hiking. Right. Like, it's something that you know you don't like, but also, not even just that you don't like. Like, I think you should try new things in a relationship, right? Oh, I got, I'll touch you. I, I do like one a year. 
but right like <laughs> so that's that's fair but i mean really sacrificing the things that are important like one time i was dating a guy and he we were talking about you know long term not necessarily like us but like kind of right of like how to raise a family Mm-hmm. And he came from a home where his mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I come from like a two working, you know. Yeah. And I at the time was in grad school, like busted my ass to have a career. And he says that he thinks his wife should stay at home with the children because you know that's how he was raised, and it was really great for his family relationship. And like mm. I, I cannot argue that. I very strongly disagree with it for like the life that I'm trying to build and I just remember there was this moment where we like locked eyes and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) oh really we didn't admit that this was a sticking point like we were never gonna be able to build something serious or have a family together so no way in hell am I gonna sacrifice a career because my husband tells me to stay home and oh yeah you know mash bananas or whatever it is yeah. they do. I don't know how to have that a kid. That is cooking in your brain. Yeah. You're like, you know, those stay-at-home moms and they're mashing bananas from banana bread or whatever they do. <laughs> gotta stay home and mash bananas. Babies eat bananas, don't they? Yo, dude. I met I my just... cousin. Side note, I was around a baby the other day. My cousin Tyler and uh, his wife Lynn just had a baby and... I went to go meet it and he was asking me to like come over and meet the baby and it was like six o'clock at night i was like well what time do babies go to bed <laughs> his kid was born like two weeks ago and he was like well my kid sleeps like 18 hours a day yeah like, they sleep like all the time yeah he's like just come over like it's, it's the gonna I- be asleep it's actually the, the ideal time to meet them yeah They'll just sleep when you hold them that's what happened and then it woke up and started screaming i was like ah. <laughs> and you were like someone get this baby mashed bananas <laughs> Someone get this kid a banana stamp. He needs potassium, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've said this before. I remember growing up, I even said this. I was like, I don't give a shit. If I work at CVS, I want a job. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd go nuts. I just feel good having a job and having somewhere to be. Yeah. And it's weirdly, I mean, not weirdly, but if you are home with children all the time, like, I'm babysitting part-time, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's nice to just have your own alone time, too. Oh, yeah. Like, this family is literally hiring me just so they can not be bothered by their kids for four hours. <laughs> Smart family. That's literally it. <laughs> you gotta mash the bananas. Yeah, the kids are old <laughs> enough, they're like, I don't technically have to be there. Right. But it just keeps them out of their hair so they can get their own work done. Right. And a little bit of peace of mind and shut the door. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm in a different room and you can't come in. That's why I am there. <laughs> I mean, um, what would be something for you that you could not give up about yourself, like beyond having a career for someone I mean, else? It's hard because that's like the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Because I like to work. I feel validated when I work, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's a peeve of mine is if like, I would never treat someone like if I'm, say I made more money than a man Mm -hmm. I would never treat their job as less important than my job right if they had to do something for work and like couldn't make a thing or whatever it was yeah um especially if it's something that they're like really fulfilled about right because you know the difference like or you can feel the difference when someone is fulfilled by something like I've talked about my ex who was in finance and he 
hated it and he was always miserable i'm like you don't have to be working until two in the morning like you're choosing to do that instead of hanging out with me or like True. then having me come over change your circumstances exactly and like you're just kind of wallowing in your misery and that's a nightmare yeah i'm like i don't know can you think of one that isn't career um like i think a lot of people maybe it would be like kids um which i'm not heart set either way same but like i would like to have them but it's like if it doesn't happen i don't i don't think i'd be super heartbroken yeah um, i think um like I have a very active lifestyle and that's not something that like I need someone to also have, but I need it to be respected that like, I do need to have that time every day for like, not only like my own physical health, but my mental health, you know, that's, that's such an important thing for me to like be able to go for a run or something like that. And I think like people who don't, there are definitely like anti like physical activity people, and yeah. way, like i've met them like oh my god like why do you run in the morning i'm like because i do like why yeah. does it bother you like mm-hmm. someone like that i couldn't handle yeah like constantly that harped on you for it yeah yeah because they're out there man i don't know i'm like i'm struggling to think of one right now but yeah i guess it would be like little things mm-hmm. uh, i mean not little things <clears throat> it's like i uh, yeah i guess it's like you know no one's perfect obviously so mm-hmm. it's like right no one's ever gonna find this absolute perfect person it's like you just have to right. find the quality someone that has the qualities that are so good that you don't mind the imperfection yeah and have. i think that's what goes into like building a life with somebody right is like yeah. figuring out those flaws and making them fit with your own right or a partner that you're like i excel in the areas that they lack in a way. right it's like it's a good actual partnership right so i think <laughs> what you're saying is that we need to find total duds of people <laughs> because we're so great and that's why dating hasn't been working out oh. it's just because we're too good at everything yeah we're not finding the yin to our yang Ugh, i don't know i mean the one thing i liked about this chapter was like he told the story of a woman that was like super into politics that he dated and he broke it off with because he just wasn't that into it and she had certain ambitions that weren't aligned with his okay and she asked him like a usual ambition ambitious ambitious woman would she was like you why why do you want to stop seeing each other she wanted feedback yeah she wanted some (laughs) feedback and because she was like everything seemed to be going well and he said he was honest told her why uh but then when he told her why she then started to make promises that she wasn't that interested in politics mm-hmm. and running for office and, bu- and law. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's your whole future. Mm-hmm. And so she started to like be like, no, 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 I can compromise. Mm-hmm. And then that actually solidified his decision mm-hmm. and was the most unattractive thing she could have done. Yeah. I mean, I think a smaller scale version of this that happens more often, and I've done it, is when you're seeing a guy, right? It's going really, really well. Mm-hmm. And you ask that question of like, you know, where's this going? And you know, you want a relationship and it's very clear. You're asking the question because you want a relationship. Right. And then (laughs) where's this going? It's staying exactly where it is. Right. (laughs) Good. Nice. I was nervous. (laughs) I didn't want to move forward. I was nervous. (laughs) And then they say that they're not looking for anything serious. And Mm. you say, oh, you know, I'm not interested in that right now either. I've done it a thousand times. And it's like, Everybody knows you're lying. You, yeah, well, you know? it's cause, and they specifically use the word serious. Right. Because you're like sitting there going, okay, I didn't ask, are we getting married? 
Yeah. I'm asking for a basic commitment level. Yeah. Like is someone else sleeping in your bed on Thursdays? Cause I'm here on Tuesday. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the shit I want to know. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like that serious thing makes you be like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't push people, which I mm-hmm. believe you shouldn't push people. Right. But it's it doesn't like, work in my <laughs> Someone that answers that basically is not answering your question. Right. Or they indirectly are, as we've just learned in life, that it's yeah. like you are never going to be even girlfriend status. Right. You're just not. Right. Or it's the same thing of like, you know, I just got out of a serious oh, relationship or I just got out of a long relationship. So I don't, I don't want to like jump to anything too quick. You're not jumping into anything ever, homeboy. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, you just, you want to see me. You just keep seeing me. That's yeah. all it is. Right. You know, it's the same thing of like meeting the parents. Mm-hmm. How some be- it's like yeah just because you met my parents doesn't mean you can't dump me <laughs> right like, you know like, it doesn't mean we won't... can't break up after this yeah like it, it doesn't mean like yep that's it you yeah. have to marry me now you met my dad <laughs> you should have already asked him for my hand right uh yeah that everybody does that we've all been there oh yeah but i feel like that's a thing where like that is sacrificing and it's it's unattractive that you're not like straight up okay well this is what i want Mm -hmm. and it also just drags things out more and i think you end up getting hurt more yeah definitely i mean the chapter actually ends it on kind of a positive note saying um i share this story to show you that sometimes when a guy calls things off it may actually be for your best interest you don't Mm -hmm. have to look at every rejection from men as something you did wrong we all have different wants in life so if you want to avoid the misery so if you want to avoid the misery that comes with compromising who you are just to keep a guy interested, learn to stay true to what's really important to you. And it says, and you should be especially wary about men who try to force you to give up such things just for their sake. Yeah. I mean, that's what you were saying about compatibility, right? Mm-hmm. It's someone who's just making you change everything isn't looking for someone who's compatible. They're looking for just a clone of them basically not even a clone or there's just some people where it's like they will never bend right so unless you're down to be the one that always bends in the relationship Mm -hmm. and you always go with what the other person wants to do Mm -hmm. like that's not going to work out for you right because i've seen that yeah i've seen that and it it does work but i sit there going (laughs) no fucking way i'd murder that guy but (laughs) there's also people who are just like that in life you know but that's what i'm saying yeah that like they're just gonna kind of flip-flop like a fucking noodle all over into what they want it's like okay if that's what you want sure yeah i <laughs> beat my face against a wall but exactly um all right so that was chapter 14 okay let's go to chapter 15 here which is similar to the point you just brought up um so chapter 15 is do not tolerate men who feel the need to conceal you from the world. (laughs) 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 Woo! Should have read this book years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Or, um, mm, I don't know, that uh, also are mad if you upload their arm in an Instagram story. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? You're not even in it. You don't even have arm tattoos. It's not even about you. (laughs) There's no identifiable thing in here other than there is a man around. You didn't even tag him. I didn't. I didn't even tag him. And then I deleted it. And then he was like, man, I deleted it. I was like, I can't fucking win with you. You brought up something and I did that to make you happy because it was a very funny joke. It was a joke. that had nothing to do with you. I remember it. I remember not going to get into it. It was a good joke. Yeah. Anyway. You're good at your job. Anyway, (laughs) do not tolerate men who feel the need to conceal you from the world or feel the need to make sure you never show anyone anything. Also... I'm going to take that a step further. 
you know, I'm just I'm gonna send Bruce some cliff notes. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, but I think like be wary if someone's not bringing you around or they're like hiding you. They're hiding something from you also. Because there's something they don't want you to see. <laughs> and in my experience... In your case, that is <laughs> usually, always true. <laughs> it's usually another woman. <laughs> it's always another woman. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> oh, you just want to stay in? You just oh, want to hang out? How convenient. It, you're right. It is cold and snowing. I mean, you'd be surprised because a lot of dudes um, will like openly bring around multiple people to their male friends. Because it's kind of this bro code of, like, don't snitch. Yeah. So I've I had... I met the guys. I always met the guys. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. though. The guys know there's another girl. Mm-hmm. And I only ever once had a guy I was hanging out with, really good friend, give me a hint of, like, there's some other girls that come around here. Mm. Like, very vaguely, That's a good friend. Yeah. He just was like, I know him and I know you, and he's never going to give you what you want. That's a real good friend. Was all he said. Okay. And I was sitting there like, I'm not sure exactly what that meant at the time. Mm-hmm. But then later when I found out, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Light bulb. Oh, yeah. There it is. Okay. Still friends with the, still friends with his friend. How about that? Yeah. Um, I'm always just like, oh, like, of course, I'm a cool girl. I can hang out with the dudes. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> I can't hang out with the girls for right? a lot of reasons. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. There are two ridiculously easy ways you can tell how important you are to a guy. The first is to pay the first is to pay close attention to how eager he is to show you off to the world, and the second is to closely observe how eager he is to spend time with you when there's little to no chance of you being physically intimate with him. Yeah, I think those are pretty spot on. I had an incident though once, I'm just remembering. <laughs> a lot of incidents I have. most of them are from the same man um, so <laughs> piece of trash um so i started dating this guy in grad school we've heard of him before mm. and the first night i go out to meet his friends right okay he takes me to a party so i was like i have to go like guys girls great sign right like big yeah. party um turns out it was his ex's birthday party and he wanted to make her jealous. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Technically yep. he was showing you off to his friends. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. I mean, compliment to your looks, Molly, but at the same time. <laughs> what what happened after that night? Or that night was he like super paying attention to you and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so also he so, I mean, this was also another bad move. He went to college with my brother and we met on an app, right? Okay. And so I, we had like figured it out at this point. Like, oh, like, you know, my brother. And so it was a college party. And so he is walking me around like a fucking party trick. Like, hey, this is Molly. We just started dating. Guess Whoa, what? He's saying that to people? Guess what her last name is. And then I had to pop in and be like, familiar and then people are like oh shit and i was like yeah are you are you fucking kidding me and i dated him for another like two years on and off <laughs> yo i know that's crazy to go guess who i'm dating by the way like we just started like dating yeah and then he like dicked you around so much yeah so much so much yo he told my brother i mean you should tell your brother that's kind of respectful to do but 
but it's weird to be like hey i'm dating your sister and then, and then your brother's like listen um i heard the other side of the story that was not dating <laughs> that was not dating man i don't know that you know what that word means yeah <laughs> i know english isn't your first language but <laughs> oh damn can i yeah. ask you though honestly sure. mm-hmm. did it feel a little good to get paraded around though Oh, it felt great. <laughs> felt real great. Right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, what's up? I mean, yeah. that's an ego stroke. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. I am just as cool. Half as smart. <laughs> <laughs> Did I go to Cornell? No. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> I never applied those, so I mean, probably... I mean, not at all, actually. Not even close. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like haircut day. When you get a haircut, you're like, I want someone to see this shit. Yeah. So it's the same of like, when you look good, like yeah. you want to have a date but yeah. it's even better when you're like i look good and i'm getting paraded around come yeah. on and it's that bitch's birthday yeah <laughs> get me a float yeah. <laughs> wheel my me birthday around to <laughs> oh my god i would like feel bad for her but at the same time be like this is pretty cool i've never been on this side of things oh she was definitely probably sitting in the corner like that dumb bitch doesn't even know what's coming <laughs> You got no idea. Yeah. Yeah. You want my ex? Have him. <laughs> Keep him away. Oh man. Um. Yeah. It says uh, when a guy is serious about the woman he's with, he'll eventually want to show her off to his friends, family, anyone else in the vicinity. If he's not commitment-minded and he's just looking for a good time, he'll either be indifferent or extremely opposed to introducing you to his important or even unimportant people in his life. Keep in mind that men are very logical in their thinking. Therefore, on a subconscious level, it simply doesn't make sense for a guy to involve a woman in other areas of his life if he doesn't have any long-term plans for her. The adage, think like a man, comes to mind in this case because where you stand with a guy will become as clear as day once you take into consideration his enthusiasm, or lack thereof, to be seen with you in public. So your situation was a mindfuck. Yeah. Because you're like, there was a lot of enthusiasm going on. Yeah. Everyone was, was really pumped to see me. Yeah. And you were getting like sports center intros to yeah. people. Yeah. Like, number two. <laughs> from the corner. Demilliar. <laughs> like, that, yo, that, I mean, come on. Yeah. That's my love language right there. I got fucking played. Hype me up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I basked in it. I love that anyone would no one's hating on you for basking in it thank you know what i mean yeah because there's nothing like you know the same goes for us of like you're like i'm looking hot i'm getting shown off but like you standing next to a man that you find attractive you also feel like you're showing them off yeah and be like, like look, look at, at us yeah look at us look, what I'm going home with. look at this fucking hallmark <laughs> car right here yeah. look at this hot hot couple <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is another uh, example it gives. The situation is basically the same if you rarely go out together on real dates and it underlines real. <laughs> if the only time you meet up is to chillax at his apartment. Oh, shit. Chillax. It literally says chillax. If the only time you meet up is to chillax at his or your place for dinner and a movie, he might be trying to keep things intimate enough to keep your interest while also concealing you from the other aspects of his life. Yeah been there Ooh, and then it points out this the worst scenario of this is when a man's seemingly apathetic attitude towards going out on dates with you turns out to be something else entirely 
Men who tend to juggle several women at once, the players, usually play it safe by not going out on dates altogether. You may think that he's just lazy or uninterested in dating in public, but the real truth is he'd prefer to not risk his girls bumping into each other. This sort of thing <laughs> happens to women more often than you think. It's like, um, I think part of it is that uh, men know three places and they take yeah. everyone to the same three places. Yeah. And so it's like, you're also risking the bartender fucking it up. Right. If he's like, oh, hey, John. And good to see you guys. And again. It's like Amelia, right? You're like, nope. It's like, <laughs> all right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And you can tell when it's like a guy's regular spot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. basically it says either way, an apathetic attitude to dates is a bad sign because it says the other half of ap- apathetic attitude towards going on dates is could just be a, simply a sign of low interest. Yeah. Like, they should be excited to go out and spend time with you and do, like, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, right now is probably a different situation, but I would still encourage people, if you're seeing someone, to at least start the date outside doing something, whether it be, like, a walk, go to a park, do something so you're not just in the apartment and you're out. Yeah, it points out effort. Yeah. So even with, like even if we can be out or whatever, it's the thing of like kind of falling into routine mm-hmm. is a little bit of a lack of effort. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't want that to happen early on. Cause like inevitably you're going to fall into a routine in yeah, some kind of way. You do like, it's going to happen and that's okay. You do. But it's also going to make sure that you don't just get a fuck buddy. Cause that's really easy to do. If all you're doing is going to, is it so- easy to do? Cause I'm kind of struggling with that part too. I mean, it's not easy to like get in I'm the door, kidding. but once you're in the door, I'm just kidding. I know, know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it makes the point very early in the chapter of when there's little to no chance of you being physically intimate with him. So that's very interesting for these times, mm-hmm. right? Like in hundred percent lockdown, mm-hmm. right? With the apps, it's like, you would think <laughs> the people on the apps are more likely to actually want something because it's like, there is zero chance any physicalness is happening with a FaceTime date right. or a phone call. Right. So you'd think that's like weeding out people or at least having you meet people that are being like, look, I, I want to see if I'm genuinely into somebody. Yeah. Or even right now, like it's kind of this thing of like, how quickly do you meet if you're meeting up on an app and whatnot? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like people are so divided and, like, some people are just terrified to meet at all. And then other people, it's very clear that they just, like, want to still hook up. And it's like, do you, like, the pandemic's not over. Yeah, no, it's not. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. so that's also just really frustrating to navigate. Right. There's people, I mean, there's always been people on the apps, even in the pandemic, even in pure lockdown, that it's like, yeah, they already were being like, let's meet up yeah like very quickly being like let's meet up yeah and people that are like that your brain also is like i am pretty sure you're probably going on a lot of other dates too right so even if like you are essentially being safe everywhere else and wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and not being in like a crowded bar or something where Mm -hmm. or a crowded party where there's a bunch of people not wearing masks and close and all that stuff it's like okay but if you've gone on you know three other dates last week like well that was three people you were in contact with i don't know what those three people have been in contact with so right. it's like it's you know i'm not yeah. judging anybody for however you're living your life right now but yeah basically it's like that's not not really given the vibe of like really want to get to know somebody yeah for sure and i mean that's just like the age-old issue with the apps right is that there's just an endless amount of people 
And yeah. so if you just constantly have people resurfacing. You're not really going to try that hard to get to know someone. No, because I, yeah, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Is it's like there's literally basically nothing invested. So you you don't care as much yeah. when someone doesn't like answer a message or you just don't hear from them again. You forget. Yeah. Because you're just on it again looking at new faces. Right. And then it just like goes down in the queue and you're just like, oh. You're like, oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, where do you want to hear how this chapter ends? Yeah. The fact that you're reading this book means that you want something more substantial from the guys you date. <laughs> Man, he really. <laughs> All right, <it>. Bruce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which also means that it's in your best interest to apply the lesson from this point. If he's not making an effort to be seen with you in public, he doesn't have any long-term plans for you. Don't delude yourself into thinking that you can convince him otherwise, as it will undoubtedly lead you to a frustrating dating situation or a dead-end relationship. Yeah, I mean that's basically you're not going to change anybody. Yeah, and it's just captivating the saying of uh, if he likes you, you'll know, and mm-hmm. if he doesn't, you'll be confused. Yeah. It's oh perfect, man, that hits. It's a perfect so life motto. That yeah. We all should be living by. Yeah. But I gotta like get that one tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> if but he likes you, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. And then on the other arm, if he does it, you'll be confused. <laughs> <laughs> split it up <laughs> or you just like shorten it to like you know or you're confused <laughs> anyway yeah we'll work on it uh, i don't know anything else any other thoughts you have um, i mean i think that's pretty much it <laughs> that pretty much nails it yeah we just got to do better <laughs> <laughs> be better yeah oh i was gonna say the thing about like meeting friends and stuff maybe similar to that situation you had right like he was bringing you around the friends meeting the friends but were there scenarios that you would invite him and he just never would go no he would show up damn yeah oh man he used to come to your comedy shows oh my god he did yeah oh shit yeah like surprise me and show up and then he would like he met like a bunch of my college friends I hate the surprise and show up. That's a red flag. Yeah. In general. Well, because he told me he wasn't coming and then all of a sudden he like popped up and like was sitting next to me. But yeah, I my thought brain it was would cute. Be, oh yeah. My brain would be like, yeah, who canceled on you? Know what I mean? Well, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's like yeah. I clearly was an option number one. More yeah. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. No, I definitely was not. Oh. But I mean, he came through. Shit. All right. Well. Thank you all for listening. And uh, if you guys want extra episodes and to support the pod, check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. Uh, we got a lot of hot goss coming in on the Patreon mm. uh, that is not safe for public radio and <laughs> <laughs> or public podcast. And um, yeah, as always, leave us a review, subscribe, tell a friend, uh, share it somewhere and email us all your questions or any suggestions you have. We really appreciate the feedback. It's shooters got to shoot pod at gmail.com and on instagram at shooters gotta shoot pod and myself i'm at sparica and i'm at the guacamole and join our herpes group if you want Woo! all right uh everybody thank you so much and we'll see you next week bye bye